0: This is Reverend Leroy Johnson carries a covenant ministry. Most people know me as brother Leroy I want to welcome you to our service Uh, In 1978, the Spirit of God spoke to me and said most men men and women knew the truth of the reality of the Word of God Well over the years as I've grown in the things of God and heard the voice of God clearer, and had a greater revelation upon the Word of God I've come to understand that that truth of that if most men and women knew the truth of the reality of, of the Word of God would not be incarcerated did not just apply to people that was incarcerated within the correctional system but there's many individuals who are living outside of any kind of correctional system institution or being part of the correctional system who are, who are incarcerated well this message is especially to my brothers and sisters who are who are incarcerated and their families and also I want to I, I want, to read, I want to read some scriptures uh, that really applies to every human being. But first of all, I want to pray. Father, I thank you. Your word says the anointing destroys the yoke. I find, thank you, Father, that the scripture says that there is no name that is higher than the name of Jesus. So, Father, in the name of Jesus, I ask you. And I thank you that asked you to impart wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to everyone that hears my voice in Jesus' name. Turn turn with me to Luke, uh, turn to Matthew 25. I'm going to read out of this guy, King James Bible. But uh, when, I, when the Spirit of God spoke to me and told me, uh, instructed me that most men and women in truth are the reality of God, I did not know this scripture. Um, you know, I was, my life when I got saved was a mess, so I was really... Focusing on trying to find out how to change my life and I and I came across this scripture in the process of time uh, Especially when this, uh, the uh, spirit of God spoke to me to start a ministry And This is Matthew 20 Matthew 25 the 31st verse notice. It says um, oh Let me see I'm, uh, Let me see Ma- Matthew 40, okay, here we go Okay, 31 when the son of man shall come in his glory and all the holy angels with him then shall the then shall he sit upon the throne of his glory and before him shall be gathered all nations and he shall separate them one from another as a shepherd divided his sheep from the goats Uh, and he shall set the sheep on his right hand but the goats on the left the sheep represent God's people the goats represents those who are not God's people then shall the king say unto them on his right hand, Come, you blessed of my father, inherit the kingdom prepared for you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungered, and you gave me meat. I was thirsty, and you gave me drink. I was a stranger, and you took me in. Naked, and you clothed me. I was sick, and you visited me. I was in prison, and you came unto me. Then shall the righteous answer him, saying, Or his sheep, Lord, when saw we you? hungered and fed you, or thirsty and gave you drink. This is very important, notice this. And and when saw we you a stranger and took you in, or naked and clothed you, or when saw we you sick or in prison and came unto you? And the king shall answer and say unto them, Truly I say unto you, inasmuch as you have done it unto me, unto excuse me, unto one of the least of these my brethren, you have done it unto me notices so many you know, many churches and many believers are wondering what should they do how can they please God this is a perfect example of how you can please God notice this he mentioned clothing visiting people in prison uh, so all these things he mentioned are most people fall up under that you know and many one of the thing is is uh I'm writing a letter to my partner's That uh, that support the ministry, uh, and the title of that message is uh, "Mary has chosen that which is most needed." Well, most believers, many believers, they have not given the Word of God the proper place in which it should. And one of the things that I believe is the reason they don't give the Word the place it should in their lives: they don't. Number one, they don't realize the importance of the Word they don't realize it the Bible is God speaking to whoever will receive that word and then number two what the what the word would do and the word would do on a spiritual soulish mental and physical level that no one else nothing else in this earth realm can do the scripture teaches us that all things came from God and script and many people quote the scripture says that uh, the king this is how the kingdom of God works what what Jesus was telling people was this is how everything works Notice, okay prop turn to Luke 418 this is what the work this is what Jesus did when he was in the earth realm but also this is what the Word of God will do when anyone receives that word and and that word becomes part of them, and they exercise it in faith by number one saying it and then doing it. Luke four eighteen. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because he has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to preach deliverance to the captives, and recover of sight to the blind, and to set at liberty uh, liberty them that are boozed. Verse nineteen to preach the acceptable year of the Lord. Now he and the time we live in under grace, so there the acceptable time is now. And as you read you read the Bible, you see Jesus continues talked about uh, the uh, what would happen in the future, and and how he had to fulfill the old covenant. Well, we are we are living in a disposition of grace. The whole world is living in a dispensation of grace, but unless they know how to access the grace of God, their life will not change. And this this the anointing that is on G, was on Jesus, he had the anointing without measure. But the scripture tells us he's given a fivefold ministry. The prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, teacher. Excuse me. The, the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, the teacher—those fivefold ministry—and they, each one of them, should have, to a degree, this anointing upon them. But notice, the the Spirit of God came upon Jesus and anointed him to do the works. Well, when you're born again, you receive the Spirit of God, and then the Scripture goes on to tell us that we should be filled with the Spirit. And the scripture talks about when we are born again, we have a a, a a well of water, but once we are filled with the Spirit, we have a river of water. So in other words, we have a born when born again, we have a well of the Spirit of God, which is mainly to, to take care of our needs, but then He wants us to become filled. Well, we have a river of the Spirit of God filling us, equipping us to. Take care, and affect other people. Like, I don't know about you, but I've, you know, uh, f- uh, what they call water wheels. I've never seen a well move a water wheel, but yet I've seen a, a river or a lake, uh, moving by the water, move a water wheel, which you know it used to be that it ground it, it, uh, up corn, uh, moved water to one point from one point to another. Uh, it, it it produced electricity so as a believer we have access to the Spirit of God to change our lives the Hebrews tells us that that things were not created by what we see but things were created by the Word of God the title of this message is and you know almost everyone if not now but sometimes they have been brokenhearted they have been poor they've been captive they've been physically blind or blind to what to do you know my, my mother passed at an early age and I remember there was a time there was just so many things coming against against me and I was blinded I didn't know wh- I didn't know which to go to left or right I didn't know to trust this person or not to trust this person just, you know, I, I had many decisions and I was blind. Well, the spirit of God, the Bible tells us if any man, especially believers, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. So if you lack wisdom, I know many people talk to me about raising children and how to raise children that get all the Godly information you can from books and tapes. But number one, you want to raise your child being led by the Spirit of God now as I said I shared you know I was calling to the ministry to minister to and women who are incarcerated and also their families uh, in a loved one being incarcerated uh, is just almost it's just almost as, as I, I can't say it is it is bad but I know it may be it may even be worse than having a, a loved one who is is sick and so those that are incarcerated and their families need to know this truth and the title of this message is my tongue my words and my future now know this my words brother Leroy brother Leroy's tongue and the words that brother Leroy speaks will will change or create his future now I want you to know this your tongue your words will dictate your future. Now many of us our future to a point was dictated and some people their whole life has been will be dictated by the words that their parents or loved ones or teachers or those in thought in authority spoke. But let me tell you this, no matter where you are, no matter how bad the circumstances look and i'm telling you from the bible i'm not telling you from my circumstances because you know you make i could be facing the same thing you're facing and see it totally different you know if you ever talk to police which i've talked to a number of them being involved in the system and they can talk to a, a number of people and those people see and give a different report even though they were all at the same scene seeing the same thing so we're talking about you my tongue my words and my future you know one thing about it is that i i, I for example i was sharing that i was sharing this with my wife and i was and i shared you know I, 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 this teaching that i'm gonna write is called uh mary has chosen the right thing and and uh in in this instance in this story uh jesus was teaching at the house of mary martha and 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 lazarus well Mary was a busy about getting meals and preparation ready Mary took and sat down and heard the word when well, Mary Martha got upset with Mary and so Martha went to Jesus about Mary not helping her wanting Jesus to to get to in other words chastise Mary for not helping her but Jesus said Martha you are Entangled, you're concerned about many things, but Mary has chosen the best things. Actually, Jesus did one thing that is needful. I want you to know this for you to be the believer that God wants you to be, you must virtually schedule a time of studying yourself, listening to other ministers. To ministers who are not men and women who are anointed that have insight into the Word of God for, for yourself especially when you start out numerous times and it will take effort I remember when I got saved uh, and we had a child come along and I told my wife we we're gonna start going to Sunday school we had everything could go wrong that could imagine go wrong but see the scripture says the enemy comes immediately to steal the word but i think many people forget he says immediately to steal the word well not only does he come immediately to steal the word he comes immediately when he sees you putting forth effort to stop you from getting the word okay now first scripture words i want we're gonna go turn to james 3 james the third chapter words are seeds that start the pro uh, the processing words of seeds that starts the process so what I mean a good example when a, a woman is implanted with a man's seed, and that seed it fertilizes that eggs all things being normal the process of a child coming into the earth realm begins another example of a seed you take an acorn seed You put it in the ground and the earth and and it gets the right moisture the the earth has the right nutrients it gets the Sun and it's not disturbed and in the process of time you will have a tree so the the Bible this is one of the scriptures that, that that just shook me to my core Proverbs 18 21 says the power of life and death is in the Tongue, the power. Scripture says the power of life and death. The power of life and death is in the power of the tongue. So, what is telling me that my, what my life is or is not, is in the words that I speak. There's a scripture that says the, uh, the Bible says that if any two agree is touching anything, they shall have it. That is a spiritual kingdom truth uh, and notice I said spiritual. So anything is spiritual will work for a believer and non-believer. So a non-believer can speak prosperity continually until he believes it and he will have prosperity. Where even whereas a believer who has been redeemed from poverty can continue to speak. Poverty and he will not have prosperity Notice this remember. I'm gonna. I'm gonna I'm on hammer this and hammer this and hammer this the scripture says That God has given authority to men Religion says God is in control The scripture says us if it's God's desire that none should perish well if God wants none to perish then why would he tell us to go into the world James the third chapter I'm gonna read the second to the sixth verse James the third chapter the second to the sixth verse for in many things we offend all if any man offend not in word the same is a perfect or mature man and is able to bridle his whole body so this is a description of a spiritually mature individual another way of saying this is that a mature believer will not say anything any words that are not in line with what God has said remember I shared this scripture that scripture says how can two walk together except they be in agreement so in other words if two people are together and one says i want to go west and the other one says i'll go east there's there's no there's no unity there here's a to all to this is to all married people and 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 to me this cannot be emphasized enough when it comes to married people the most powerful it's it's two works two ways the most powerful unit in the earth realm is a husband and a wife. The scripture says when a man and woman marry they become one. And the scripture also says if any two agree as touching anything, Matthew 18, 19, they shall have it. So that means a husband and wife coming together can create a heaven on earth but also a husband and a wife can create hell on earth if there are and constant you know many, one thing I, I found out in many households they don't and, and it tends to work it tends to be the man more than woman but the scripture says that that where there's envy and strife there's every evil work. so so you know many you you wonder And I've read cases of where people had children that had real challenges. And the reason was because the the strife with the husband, between the husband and wife, opened the door. I purpose to do in my house everything that the scripture says to walk in unity. And here's something else, man. The scripture says... Uh, and I take note when the scripture says something that it doesn't that it does not repeat. But the scripture says that uh, endeavor to walk in unity with my wife because she can hinder my prayers. Now I'm not saying I can't hinder her prayers, but I in my way of thinking, it must be something special that to the fact about my prayers being hindered by my wife that the Spirit of God will point it out. So Jane here we go behold verse 3 notice this go back up to that point said be able to bridle the whole body so many people that have challenges or addictions the reason they have the challenge and addictions is more so with their words that they're speaking than the actions will just say of smoking I've heard people say, I just can't quit smoking, I can't quit smoking, I can't quit smoking, or I can't, I can't eat this, I can't eat that. Or what, what? So in other words, what are they doing? They are overruling what God has said by their words. Verse 3, Behold, a technos, we put bits in the horse's mouth, that they may obey us, and we turn about their whole body. Behold also the ships, which though they be so great, and are driven of fierce winds yet are they turned about with a very small helm whether so ever the governor's listed you know I, I would like to suggest you take and uh, go online and and look look up a ship and uh, on the internet and see see a ship this that's on dry dock that's out of the water and see how m- massive and huge that ship is and how small the propeller and rudder is on that notice this In verse five now you no know, it's talked about the bridle on the tongue and and the uh the uh the the uh the helm the rudder even so the tongue is a little member so no so so the same way the bridle is it, as small as it is controls the horse as large as it is and the rudder controls the ship as large as it is the tongue is, is giving that same comparison even so verse 5 even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things behold how great a metal a little fire kenneth if you've you know I, I like I like camping and starting out camping uh, when I first learned I found out you can't take put big put big logs on there and stick a match to it no you have to put uh, some pine needles some dry grass uh, some little sticks and once and in the process of time those little sticks well see that is the that see that that this truth here is what has fooled stumped and deceived many people they have said words and nothing that was negative they have said you know boy I'm just dumb as a box of rocks they said it once you know, nothing changed. But over the process of time, they continue to say, Boy, I'm just as dumb as a box of rocks. And what happens? They have hindered the spirit man on the inside. They have told their brain, you, you, you don't function. And in the process of time, they have become less and less smart. That's one way to say it. Okay, let's go here. And the tongue, verse 6, and the tongue is a fire. A world of iniquity that is fact defi- that defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature and it is set on fire of hell. The hardest thing over the years to to share with people to get people to to know and to exercise is being in agreement with their words i remember one years ago i was over uh over the prison ministry of a very large church and um you know the church was new and, and we started a, pr- a prison after church got started a while that uh the pastor wanted to start a prison ministry he put me over it, and uh as soon as we and, and and so we did all you know we did all the things the introduction letters and the packages and all those things required but nothing happened and and I, if I remember right, it was anywhere between a year and a two year, two years. But uh, and but during that process of time, we were always training. It was training and training and training. And people, something I it was it actually was only a small number of the people I could all I could get to be in agreement with my wife and and a couple other people. But they were saying nothing has happened. It's been a year. It's been. A, it was no. Uh, it was no reason to it. But see. The thing about words, the scripture tells us we focus not on that which we see, but we focus on that which is not seen. Turn to Hebrews. Let us see. I'll turn to Hebrews. Hebrews, Hebrews, eleven, verse three. This, and see, this is how. You can know that you can have the life that you want. Hebrews 11 3. Through faith, we understand that the worlds were framed are constructed by the Word of God. So that things which, is, uh, from James, the third chapter, I just want to read the second verse, the second verse, and the sixth verse. The second verse. Amplified Bible says, for we all often stumble and fall and Offend in many things and if anyone does not offend in speech n- Never says the wrong things. What are the wrong things the wrong things are? the opposite of what God has said that you are that he has done for you and that You can be he is a fully developed character he is fully developed character and a perfect man able to control his whole body and curb his whole nature you know many people I I just I I have I I, I just I'll never forget this I was working in a a older older uh, uh, older ladies home and uh, it was summertime and I was fixing on her balcony and she was inside and, and uh, she was talking very loud and she said, Honey, last night Arthur came over and he just wore me out. Now, there's nothing wrong but the bible speaks of a sexual relationship between a, a, a man and a, 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 a husband and wife but i happen to know because i took your paperwork for this lady that she, she wasn't married and so i was just thinking wow and she just went on talking about how arthur just wore her out he took her here and he took her there and i was like oh that arthur must be something else and then finally she said yeah that Arthur right, honey was just he just wore me out last night well see We have been. First Peter two twenty four says, "By his stripes we were healed." So see, uh, she was saying opposite. She didn't know it, but she and she told me she was a believer. She was healed of arthritis two thousand years ago, and no, even no. Uh, the 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 the, the arthritis was causing her challenges in her body she was giving it more place by giving a testimony about what Arthur did to her last night see so she was not calling things that be not as though they were she was calling things that were as they were I said again she was not calling herself she was not calling things that be not as though they were she was not calling healing. Which was not being manifest in her body, but she was calling the arthritis that was attacking her body. Verse six. And the tongue. This is amplified Bible. And the tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of wickedness set among our members, contaminating and depriving the whole body, and setting on fire the will of birth, the cycle of man's nature. Being itself ignited by hell. See what what many people don't believe in demons. They don't believe they don't believe in the devil, or Satan, or demons, demonic spirits. But they are here, and they are here to influence the words that you speak. To influence people to do the bidding of Satan. And see. When the Bible says that angels hearken or they're listening to move and act upon the word of God. But as long as you are speaking words that go against the word of God, the promises of God, you empower the satanic kingdom the same way you empower the angels to move on your behalf. For example, I mean, I mentioned how people say, "You know, I, I'm just as dumb as a box, box of rocks." Well, that it, does, those words do not empower the spirit of God to impart wisdom to you. As a believer, you have the right to exercise faith. The scripture says, "If any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God." And it says the spirit of God, God was not withhold. If you read that, Paul has Paul has three prayers, two of them in Ephesians and two of them in Colossians, where it says that He wants us to have the same wisdom, knowledge, and understanding as those that is in heaven. So, not to say it this way, those those scripture teaches that God wants any believer that have this. Any believer in the body of Christ that has the same knowledge as any other member of the body of Christ, so there is no minister in the earth realm. Now, God, a lot of time God will give things to ministers first, and you may not be able to get those things from a minister, uh, uh you may not get them before Him. But if you desire to know any truth that pertains to you and life and godliness, God. Is eager and wants to give it to you. God is a lavish giver. So turn, turn, turn to Proverbs eighteen twenty one. You know, I, I, I've said this, and how people say God is in control. It's in God's hands, and God knows what I, knows what I need, and just all sorts of things of giving control over to God. Uh, people say "Well, you know, I, I, I have a relative," and they said, "Well, the man upstairs knows when it's time for me to come home." You can't find that in scripture. Or, or God, God took someone because He needed someone. A minister, minister, say, "God made me preach." He didn't make you he didn't make uh, Jonah preach so you telling me that God is a respected person that you so special that he went against his word and made you preach when he didn't make Jonah preach or even the pastor Paul pastor Paul more or less said that you know it was uh, even though he went through what he went through it was far better for him to make the choice of to minister here's another thing: the scripture says if you be willing and obedient if someone makes you do something it's because you're not you're not willing you don't want to do it but they make you do it Proverbs 18 21 death and it's not uh, they would tell us that God put them in prison well the strange part about it normally speaking they broke some kind of law that's the reason they are incarcerated but God they were not born in prison they just he just didn't Uh, He just didn't translate them into prison. He didn't tell them. I want you to go to prison But yet they say God put them there, but according to this scripture if life being incarcerated is between life and death Then the reason they are there is has to do with their words and normally speaking people speak words Before their action, have you been in a conversation with maybe two or three people, uh, be it men or women, and they they stop, person stops and says, I got to go to the bathroom? And you think, Why would you tell me that? Because the world, everything, there's nothing outside of the scope, or there's nothing outside of these rules of the fact that words dictate who we are. Proverbs, I'm going to read that again. Death, Proverbs 18, 21. You need to meditate, write this out, say it over and over and over and over until it permeates your heart, your mind, your body that you would know and, and and put a bridle on your mouth that you will not speak anything that is outside of what the now i'm not if you go to the doctor and something's wrong with you you go to the doctor you don't. you don't want to say what well, brother leroy said don't say anything opposite of first peter 2 24. no you, that's why you there or you don't want to go to the uh something's wrong with your car you take it to the mechanic and 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 you don't want to tell him well you know it, it's making this noise no, but what you, what you want to do is, is you want to bless that car. So you you run long, you run efficient, you get good gas mileage. No hurt, no harm, no danger you. You won't have no flat tires. You Your pistons, speak, speak to that. Speak to that car according to it being blessed. The fact that it's yours should tell you it's blessed. If it's mine, it's blessed. Two things must be understood before anyone can be a man or woman of faith and power. You know, it's many people I've heard many people say these this person is a, a man, a woman of faith and power. But when I hear what they say, you know, some people think because a person prays loud and long, that that is that's a that's a prayer of power and faith. I want you to know that when you know the word, your prayers will be very short. Because you will go to the point. If a person is sick and you know and, and they don't understand healing, you will say, Father, I ask you in the name of Jesus for a manifestation of healing this person's body according to 1 Peter 2.24 and that's it. And actually, when you understand healing, you won't even pray that long. No, no one, I, I say I'm gonna emphasize this again. No one has a choice of whether to not to live their lives by worries. But you have a choice of what words you live by. Uh, years ago, when when I this particular child was young, uh, of ours, her, uh, her grandmother wanted to call her a nickname. I said, no, no nicknames. She, we've given her a name that describes who she is and what she will become. That is what you call her. Never, I never call a child of mine. A nickname I called them the name that I we chose beautiful A, a line-hearted a person of integrity but no Mm-mm. no you do not do that you do uh, uh, many people's lives have been set on course for their whole life because of words that were spoken by their parents or those in authority that they did not know how to break. Notice that. Hear me again. Their whole lives were set on a destructive course because of words that were spoken that they did not have an understanding to, to, to break, to set their course. Uh, my, uh, I, I live. I, I had a very abusive childhood, and uh, uh, it changed it changed my life for a period of time. And I remember I went to sit with my grand, my, my one of my grandfathers, and he said, uh, he said, "Son, what happened to you? You used to be so, in, so bright-eyed, so bushy tailed so full of life, so full of sparkle, so just 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 just, just joyous person, so smart, and then you say smart as a whip." I couldn't tell him why, and but he started telling me, "You can do it. You can do it." He never told me there was nothing I couldn't do, and in the process of time, I remember he came. He came up to the school, and I was struggling in school, and actually, the school that he was sending me to was harder than the school that with my parents. And I and he came to school, and that was more like one of the worst days in my life, uh, and because he didn't say anything, the teacher didn't say something. And and my grandfather just didn't come to school because it was like, you go to school, you go to learn, you don't, you don't, you know, go to play. I got home and I asked and I said, well, I, I asked him and finally he saw me sweating. So he told me, he said, I came to school because I wanted to know why you were not doing homework at school. And it dawned upon me that now school was no longer a struggle. So for those few words, you can do it, changed my life. Now my my grandfather was not spirit filled. He did not talk in tongues. He was a Baptist deacon, but yet somehow or another. I don't know if he knew or not, but but I do know this: the power of his words spoke a, a life into me that changed my life for up and up until ever. Actually, those words he spoke to me was the most powerful words spoken to me up until the time I got born again. Because those words, you can do it, were in line with what God has said. God has said that I can do all things through Christ who strengthened me. In your Bible, if you read the story of Babel, the Tower of Babel, God took and confused what? He confused their words. He said that they were anything that they were able to uh, 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 imagine, they were able to do. But notice, imagination, it didn't stop there with just imagination. When they imagined something, the next thing they did was to tell someone. And, and when they told someone, they painted a picture and they came into agreement. So God confused their language. So, the Tower of Babel came to an end. So think about this. God has said that I can do all things through Christ Jesus with me he says I'm redeemed from the curse of the law he says he's given me everything that pertains to life and godliness now that's what God has said But and he says I'm redeemed from the curse he says I am healed but now what about the lady who's talked about Arthur God says you were healed she says I have author what about the man that says I can't get ahead but God says you're the head and not the tongue. So what happens? They're not walking together. So God does not ever change. So th- this person is going to have sickness and disease. This person is going to be authorized. Oh, here's another. I've met plenty of, of young Christian ladies and older mature ladies that says, "I want to get married, but there's no good men out there." Are they in agreement with what God has said God has says it's not good that man do alone so in other words God God endorses marriage between two believers a man and a woman so this person is saying that they can't find it enough so therefore the scripture says the angels hearken unto the Word of God they will not be able uh, the, the enemy they're giving the enemy a place the scripture says give the enemy no place how do you give the enemy a place you give the enemy a place by speaking words that are not in agreement with God. See, the scripture says righteousness has come upon all men. What does righteous righteousness mean? Here's an example: uh, You park on a parking meter, but you don't put money in there. You're not you you're not in a state of righteousness with that with that municipality with that organization. Okay, you put money in there. You're in right standing how do you, why do you get why would you get a ticket or your car towed or your vehicle towed because why there's no money on there you're not in right standing normally speaking if you follow the rules on the meter you will be in right standing so not because of where you live at or the church that you go to and all even the works that you do causes you to have right standing with God. Right standing with God comes about because of number one, what you have said. Turn to Second Corinthians 521. I, I like this scripture. Actually, I love this scripture. The reason one of the reasons I love this scripture. Uh, what what led up to me being born again? I had a minister tell me that I was going to hell because I didn't go to his church. It's no, it's, there's no scripture. There's no scripture basis for that, but for the fact that I didn't know any better, I believed it, and it's, it 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 frightened me. Second Corinthians 5-1 For he talking about God, has made him Jesus. To be sin for us who knew no sin see jesus didn't sin he was made sin that we anybody who are, uh call upon the name of the lord receive what jesus done might be made the righteousness of god in him so see if you believe in the death burial resurrection of jesus christ oh look, let's look at me right here look at second Corinthians, look at the 17th verse Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. So if you are a new creature, new creation, the man on the inside now is born again. And that born again man has right standing with God. And the thing is now is for you to uh, become aware of what pleases God and what doesn't please God, and that you live a life of righteousness. And uh, if, if you have a, if you have a, uh, let, let's turn, turn to Romans one sixteen. I, I don't have it in front of me, but uh, turn to turn to Romans one sixteen. Romans 116. In Romans 116, it reads this way. This is why study is so important. It said this is Apostle Paul speaking, and scripture tells us that the scriptures were in all scriptures were inspired by holy men of old. It says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ. For it is the power of God unto salvation, to everyone that believeth. To the Jew first, and also to the Greek. I want to read that. Let's see what this says in Amplify here in Romans one sixteen. Romans one sixteen Amplified says, "For I am not ashamed of the gospel, good news of Christ." But it is god's power working unto salvation for deliverance from eternal death to everyone who believes with a personal trust and a confident surrender and firm reliance to the jew first and also to the greek now in in the uh the schofield bible uh, uh under romans 1 16 it has a note and that note tells us that the hebrew and greek word for salvation implies the ideas of deliverance safety preservation healing and soundness it says salvation both the Greek and the Hebrew now salva- those, are the, those are the two main languages that the, the Bible was written in the salvation is the great inclusive word of the gospel taking into itself gathering into itself all the redemptive acts and processes of justification redemption grace perpetuation impartation forgiveness sanctification and glorification but now see salvation it includes all those but here is the the secret that many miss all those become a reality in your life when you agree and say those were you know, many believers they would tell you I would not dare say that I'm the righteousness of God be caught and if you ask them why they said well you know I didn't read my Bible I didn't fast I didn't pay. all those things has nothing to do with who you really are and there are people who says oh I there's no way there's no way I could be saved because I didn't do this uh, I you know I had I had a minister I, it sad me but he used to tell people if you don't give to your man of God you're cursed the scripture tells me i am redeemed from the curse and see this is where studying you know the scripture says jesus himself grew in grace and favor with god and man so if jesus had, had apparently had to and he did by faith and everything he did he did to please the father that tells me that I am to grow in grace and favor with God and man so see here, here's a, so if I am one who grows in grace with God and favor with God that's number one important then that means that I cannot talk out of my mouth about how I'm being treated Because how old I am, the color of my skin, my height, my weight, where I live at, where I... No, no, I'm not agreeing with God. Remember, we're talking about my tongue, my words, and my future. So, what is your tongue speaking? What words is your tongue speaking? Because your words... Will... It's creating my future, be it good, bad, or indifferent. Turn, uh, t- let's, let's turn, turn this scripture, turn to Romans. Romans 12. I, I, this is one. Uh, I love, I'm gonna just tell you this you know, I like to fish, I like to hunt, I like to count, but I love, I love my wife, I love my, my children, I love my family, I love people. I don't love things I like things but I, I do love the Word of God notice Romans Romans 12 3 Romans 12 3 Romans twelve. I like this I you know I've played sports but one thing about uh, excuse me, Romans 2 Romans 12 2 I never liked the, the sports where I had to work with someone because I remember we used to play softball, and there were guys out in the outfield, They would be just looking at the stars, you know, looking at the flowers. And the ball would be coming, and you'd be saying, Fred, Fred, Fred. And, you know, and Fred, he, he's been, you know, he's been looking at the, you know, the, the flowers in the field. And he looked up, the ball hit him in the head. I never liked that. So I always like the sports where I'm the one that the, the score depends upon, not teamwork. Romans 12, 2. And be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by renewing. Let me back up. Be not transformed to the world. You, you know, I want to tell you this is why the body of Christ has not changed the world the way Jesus said we could change the world, because they, our, our word, our tongues have been speaking the wrong words, and our futures and our lives have not been different from the world. And here's a good one. Why is it that five out of ten, or fifty out of a hundred, or five hundred out of a thousand Christian marriages end just like the world? So now I minister to people as a minister, a Christian counselor. But that, but, but when I share with them the truth. One of the first questions that come to me, one of the first questions they articulate many times is, well, you know what? My neighbor is a Christian. My, my neighbor goes to church. My neighbor, and they got a divorce. So are you telling me that their marriage was governed by the same things you're telling me? Most likely not. And most likely, the reason that marriage came to an end, they did not know the word of God. They did not control their words they did not control their tongue they spoke negative things to their spouse like you know I've only called my wife an old lady one time <laughs> only one time I, 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 you know many many men the scripture says love your wives as Christ loved the church if you love your wife as you love the church as Jesus loved the church, you would not say anything derogatory. But note at verse twelve two, Romans twelve two, and be not conformed to this world, but be you transformed by the renewing of your mind. Notes that you remember we're talking about your tongue, your words, that you may prove what is that good and acceptable and perfect will of God. But see if you are not willing. To speak words that are in line with the word of God, you cannot prove what is the good and acceptable and perfect will of God. When a lawyer calls someone in court to testify concerning their client's innocence, what that person must speak, must be words that align with the fact that the person did or did not do what they're being accused of so see even though I may not look well if I want the future of wellness I must talk wellness and if I talk wellness for my future, I will have wellness in my presence. Hear me? If I talk wellness now in my present for my future, I will have wellness in the now. See, Scripture says we call things that we don't see as though they were. Here's the thing. Notice. It will help you. When we say what God has said, God does not have to create it. What we're saying that aligns with the word of God already exists. And what we must do is give it an access into our life on the opposite hand. The scripture says the devil the satanic kingdom beings goes about seeking whom he may destroy King James says devour it says give no place when I was growing up my grandfather uh, they had a spring on the door and I don't know if all kids did do it but we used to do it. we used to go in and we kind of wouldn't close the door and we didn't close the door flies came in so when my grandfather would do it he would take uh, and take that spring and and, and and put a big knot in it. So, I mean, so, and so what happens is as soon as we pull that door, you had to jump in there, and that door would just kick you in there. Well, see, what we have to do is give the satanic kingdom no place in our lives and the lives of our significant loved ones, our inner circle, by putting a bridle on my mouth. For example, if you have a daughter, there's no way you should tell your daughter she's fast. There's no way you should tell your son that he will never amount to nothing. You should not say your son is lazy. Even though he may not be doing all that he should do, you shouldn't say he's lazy. Even though he may not be doing what you want him to do in school, you shouldn't tell him he's going to go to prison, he's going to fail, he's never amount to nothing. No, you speak blessing into his life. You call him. A virtuous young man you call him smart you call him a genius you call him intelligence why because you want to speak blessings into the future of his life turn to uh, turn wrong, turn to uh, Luke 10:19 this is something I, I, I know is very important many people go from one f- happening in their lives to another. And they go from one happening in their lives to another by prayer. Oh, I need a job. Call sister so-and-so. Pray for her. Oh, my uncle is sick. Pray sister, uh, call, call brother so-and-so. Pray. They just go from one th- Oh, you know what? My, my child is acting up. Will you pray for me? Oh, my, my husband is acting up. Pray for me. They just go from... But the scripture does not say that just shall live by prayer. The scripture says the just shall live by faith. The scripture teaches we are to live by calling the things that God has already promised us. Like I have them. Turn, turn to. I I said turn to Luke, but but hold on, turn to Luke. Turn to Ephesians. In, in in a believer being a believer you must become i'm gonna say it this way become overly aware of the tenses that you read in the bible and the tenses that you speak ephesians 1 3 blessed be the god and father of our lord jesus christ who king james says hath h-a-t-h which which in our turn will be had has Who has blessed us with all spiritual blessings in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. So everything that you want already exists in the spirit world. But you have to call call it. You have to demand it. You have to claim it. So see if you having challenges with your child, you want a child you want a successful, obedient child, you have to call your child obedient. For example, I can remember one particular lady was telling me about this particular child of she said, Oh wait, you're gonna go through the terrible twos. We said, Oh no, we're not going through no terrible twos. Next year she going she said, Oh, you gonna go to those terrible threes. And then next year she said, Oh, you gonna go to those those frightful fours. I mean for but, but, see, she was going by what doctors said, the psychologist says, what her parents says. You know, I, I know one of the things that, that took my life, headed my life down the wrong path, my mother told me, she said, you're a liar just like your father. And so, man, and, I, and see, she I'm, I'm, I'm sure she didn't know about demons. But she said those. And I remember just as clearly as if it was yesterday. This little voice said to me, Well, and but also she told me, you, you're, you're a liar, just like your father. And then she told me, On another hand, whatever you do, be good at it. And I remember just like it was yesterday. This little voice said to me, Well, uh, your mother said you're going to be just like your daddy. You're going to be a liar. So if you're going to be a liar, be a good liar. And I started practicing that principle that I will not lie. I know some years ago, uh, my, my wife was teaching at a, a ladies' uh, ladies' convention, and, so on, and she told them, she said, "I wouldn't lie for my mother." And you, I mean, it's, I'm just also, it's the way my wife described it. It's almost you, you expected some of them to fall out of the chairs because why? You wouldn't lie for your mother? Well, she's not a liar. She she has practiced that as part of the character of God that she's worked on that she does not does not lie. Luke four eighteen. So notice that since we have already given these things, we have to take possession of it tells you. That uh, it tells us, as a believer, that God is not holding anything back from anyone anymore. Uh, uh, when you read the Bible, it says that when Jesus came out of the grave, uh, that the the uh, the curtain was torn from top to uh, from, from 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 heaven downwards in the temple. In other words, God says, I'm, I have free access now. No, Romans, excuse me, Luke 10 19. Behold, I give unto you, the believer, and this word is authority in the Greek, to tread on serpents and scorpions, notice, and over all the power, just let's, let's put a slash here, power of building of the enemy. And nothing by any means shall hurt you well how how is that possible it is possible because of the power of your words see I because of the you know for example where you will end up if you continue on a certain path our GPS you put the information in the GPS, and the GPS will give you mile markers, show you pictures of a restaurant, just that, uh, where you would end up if you continue along this road. And actually, someone will say, Well, uh, cor- you have departed from the path. And actually, they, someone will say, Well, do you want to make corrections? Well, see, uh, the Bible is a roadmap. It's a manual. It is the GPS of where your life can end. Um, If I had not gotten a hold of the Word of God and made a quality decision to do what this Word says, I really doubt if I had been alive. Because see, I grew up with an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. I, I, grew, I grew up and it was part of that lifestyle of doing things that are contrary with, to the word of God. The scripture even says uh, sin has sin has a season of pleasure. But once that season over, look out. So, sin has a paving. But, 1 John 1, 9 says, For a believer, confess our sins, and he is faithful and just to forgive us of all unrighteousness. Many times, you know, um, spiritual truth crosses all... Time and space and disposition. I know some. I mean, we make and it is right to talk about the old covenant, but there was grace under the old covenant, and God's mercy is new every day. The same way He is new. Most of us will not have this, the same type of encounter with God as the children of Israel did. But when you read the whole context of what all the children of israel did the scripture says their words were stout against them they refused to change their mind but i think think about this with all the supernatural manifestations that god gave them they ended up going into the desert which was what their words said would happen to them and they went into the desert for 40 years but while they and they were so they, they were in a place of disobedience because they were supposed to take the promised land, not stay in the desert But think about this they were in the desert but yet God provided them while they were in a state of disobedience and I'm not saying for anyone to be disobedient. I'm saying boy I, look the safest place to be the faith, safest place to be is in the perfect will of God. And in a place of obedience submission and humbleness but while they were in that desert during the day he provided for them air condition. during the night when it was cold he provided for them heat and he provided for them water and food and not only that he provided that their clothes did not wear out And if God was that merciful to those people and scripture tells us we have a better covenant based upon it said better promises but I I think uh, on the ultimate blood of Jesus how much more merciful do you think God is and wants to Exercise That mercy and grace and compassion to you So if if you have if you are incarcerated if you are sick If you are lonely if you if you just seem like you messed up your life in every kind of way that's imaginable If you've never if you've never had anyone to encourage you if, if you if you think you are all alone I want you to know you are not alone I want you to know the Spirit of God wherever you are at he wants to minister to you the life of God the comfort of God the peace of God if you're poor in any kind of way he wants you he's provided for you to be rich if you're hurting he wants to provide healing he wants you to have a pain-free life if you're lonely he wants to comfort you he wants to give you a a mate if you outside he wants you to be be inside whatever it is if it pertains to life and godliness god has already paid for you and he wants you to have it you know when you uh, you reserve a car, you go you give me your, your confirmation number, your reservation number. They give you the car. You make a ho- you have a hotel reservation. They give you a confirmation number. You give them a number. You get the key. I want you to know that God. Scripture says God is able to do exceedingly abundantly abundantly above all that we can ask or think uh, you take a child to the store and they will and they will ask you for everything well that's the way God is if you need healing ask him for healing but believe that he's he's doing it believe is coming to pass when you ask him for your healing if you want if you're incarcerated and you want to be delivered Ask him for your deliverance and begin to do all that you know to do and thank him for that deliverance. If you want a mate, tell him what kind of mate you want and prepare yourself for the mate that you want. If you want a certain income, see what the scripture says concerning giving Take and take your eyes off of the a particular man or institution. This is Brother Leroy. I want you to know, God loves you so much that his son, who never had sinned, he made was allowed to be made sin for you and me, and he wants us to enjoy life and on this earth as we were in heaven. I'm going to pray this prayer. Pray this prayer with me. This is a prayer to receive Jesus Christ as your personal Savior and to be born again in spirit field. God in heaven, I believe Jesus Christ is your son. I believe that he died for my sins. And I'm asking you, Father, in the name of Jesus, to s- save me. And I receive Jesus Christ as my Savior. I make him my Lord. And, Father, I ask you, in the name of Jesus, to fill me with the Holy Spirit. With the evidence of speaking in tongues and i receive now my prayer language of speaking in tongues in jesus name and now father i'm asking you also to heal everyone who hears this message your word says that by the stripes of jesus we were healed and also father according luke 10 19 i take authority over every sickness disease and demonic spirit that is inflicting sickness disease and infirmity upon those have heard this and i send your word your word says first peter 2 24 by his stripes we heal and so i say in the name of jesus that you are healed and i thank you in jesus name until again god loves you and i love you